It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. Great to be with you on Off The Leash on this Tuesday afternoon. Molly Haynes is over there in Perth cheering on the Vicks in the Nationals, which will be held on Saturday night. And he's back from holidays, tanned and ready to go, Georgie <laughs> Ferugia. How are you going, Georgie? Let's hope she's cheering for the Vicks, uh, Gareth. She's uh, West Australian by nature. Is she? she yeah, she... Uh, uh. I spoke to her yesterday. She said the weather's good. We might not see her back, but uh, what a, a great night of racing it is at Cannington, your old stomping ground. You would have seen yep. some very good Group 1 races there over the last couple of years. We might have a look at the markets for Saturday's racing at Cannington on Saturday night, of course, highlighted by the two Group 1s, the National Sprint Final, and we have Black Opie in the Victorian at $2.10, Premier Share, the West Australian for Chris Hulse at three twenty, Silver Stunner, the Queenslander at $12. Of course, there's no Orson Allen who's been retired. Campini's an interesting runner. He's at $4.50. What box draw does he... Oh, he's the second reserve, so he's not yeah. in the race as yet. Starlight Yo-Yo, the first reserve at $8. So Paulie Stewart's got the two reserves, but Starlight yep. Yo-Yo's already got a run, obviously, with the scratching of Orson Allen, and I'd say they'd be praying with Campini to try to get him in. Uh, he's a, a terrific greyhound with a very, very good PB. Well, if he draws Barry number or box number six, look out, because if he does jump, we all know what he does. He crashes to the left, and guess who's drawn inside of him? Yep. Premier Share and Black Opium. So I guess for those connections... They would be hoping that he doesn't get a start. Yeah, no, that's right, and uh, that's fine. <laughs> no, I'd be hoping the same thing. And I think at Black Opium at two dollars ten, she's trolling tonight, Gareth. Uh, that'll be really interesting. She's clearly the best greyhound in that race, so she just uh, needs a little bit of luck out of the traps, as we see with her. If she gets clear running, she's going to be incredibly hard to beat. We've mentioned a few times, Gareth, that record she has from boxes four outwards uh, is outstanding so yeah not so good one two and three so if she can begin cleanly watch out how big is the advantage for the local greyhounds over in the west but we did say say west on augie head over here to melbourne jump from box four and lead all of the way so it can be done yeah it can be done if you speak to the locals in perth they they think that you need a couple of looks at cannington yeah uh, gareth and um spoken to a few of them um and to show the importance uh, Robbie Britton still took Tornado Tears back to Cannington over the weekend to have another look at it. So I think that shows that you sort of certainly need to have a look at the track. Still a nightmare for those punters. <laughs> I was there at Cannington on that Group 1 night for Perth Cup and Galaxy Night. Yep. And there would have been close to, say, 1,500, 1,000 people there. All to see the Greyhound that was talked up as the Batman of Greyhound racing. And we need superstars like that in those sports, especially... Yep. In the minor codes with Greyhound Racing and Harness, you need your superstars. That's what Tornado Tears is. And he he delivered a big crowd there to Cannington, for Cannington anyway. Yeah. And when he missed the kick and Peter O'Neill said he was in trouble, it was like a hush around Cannington. Like yeah. you could, like you, um, it was silent. And then when he started to charge and he just missed out, but... That's what can happen at Caddington. And he's at a dollar forty five. I guess do you take that punt and, and put him into your multis this weekend? Trolled unbelievably well. Broke he the does that a lot. Yeah. He did oh. that before the Galaxy. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no, no doubt. And look, we've seen a couple of chinks in his armor, haven't we, Gareth? Yep. Where he does look like to look for the fence. But again, he's got a slow beginner, the local Reedy's runner on his inside. Uh, the key to Tornado Tears is if he begins cleanly, then he just dominates. Um Again, it's not a field that you look at and go, wow, um, they're going to give him some curry here. It's very sure, but 
I, I can't see how he, he loses the race. In that Galaxy, he got absolutely cleaned out up out of the yeah. boxes from a Greyhound who was desperate for the fence. I can't see that happening this time. So I just think if he begins yeah. cleanly, he'll be incredibly hard to beat. That's the key for him. He just needs some clear galloping room, say, in that first 50 metres. And if he gets that, he wins by five the 10 lengths. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll See tell you, you who else trial good, uh, good, Gareth, uh, Miss Gingin, the Queenslander. Yep. She went really well in a trial there on, on Saturday as well. So they're, they're probably the two. Veloce Nero is used to this sort of company as well. And Rajasthan, well, we've seen him win the RSN Sandown Cup here, and he's got a lot of early speed. He, he's one that probably uh, will get some fancy, I reckon, at, uh, at the $8 mark, that's and for sure. That's a big advantage around Cannington. If you can lead over those staying trips, especially, and you're on the lure, then you're always hard to beat because it's it's hard to make up ground. And especially, I think, from those inside boxes, early doors yeah. at Cannington over there, the sprint trip as well. If you if you land on the lure and you're like it, Perth Cups have been one, say, in 30.01 before, yeah, yeah. which isn't sizzling. No. But if you've got that early sectional at the start, that's that's when you win the big races in WA. And that's why you, you made an interesting point about Campini, because he's a 29.5 dog. I mean, that's Amazing. how quick he No is. one would beat him individually. On the clock, I would imagine. I'd say Black Opium would be the, the one. Only one, yeah. Yep. yep. Very interesting. Can't wait. So Tornado Tears, just to mention, won this race last year. To go back-to-back in national distance championships would be an incredible effort. And so many great stories out of these nationals. But we had Troy Olsen on the show after the victory of Silver Stunner over there in Queensland. And Silver Stunner's sprint final victory over in Queensland. And Silver Stunner came from last. And boy, it was a big win. And this is, I think he's only got three or four greyhounds in his kennel. Um, Troy Elson, but that's what, and, and this Greyhound means so much to him, and that's what represents, that's why the Nationals represent so much, I think, to, to Greyhound racing, because of the spirit and the passion, and just the, the fair dink and privilege and honour it is for those trainers and owners to go and represent their state, yeah. especially for a Queenslander with state of origin, like rugby league, meaning so much to them. It's a fairy tale, isn't yeah. it? Some of these greyhounds from Tassie don't even come to the mainland uh, unless <laughs> unless they win a race like this. And so to, to get Hello Ronda and Brunelli Jacob through, I mean, it's, it must be a big thrill for Connections. This is Off the Leash with Gareth Hall and Georgie Ferugia on this Tuesday afternoon. We went to the Greyhound Victorian Awards there on Friday night. Love those awards. And I think it's important that if you're a competitor or you're an industry player, uh, I know that in, in all three codes, some people go, oh, they're boring old nights and I don't like to get to them. But I disagree with them. I think they're great nights to catch up with everybody yep. and just appreciate the athlete. I appreciated the athlete there on that night to see some of the superstars like Orson Allen, to appreciate what he did and what a mighty greyhound he is, and what a mighty athlete he is. And even as we welcome some superstars into that Hall of Fame, like Fernando Bale, like what he actually did throughout his career. And Norm McCullough, it brought a, nearly a tear to my eye to listen to his passion and his love for the greyhound and to relive those memories with Bold Trees. They're great nights to attend. Norm McCullough, like a legend of the sport and got, and what a got legend. The, the recognition he deserves. And what about watching some of those replays of Fernando Bale too, Gareth? I mean, we not yeah. forget how good he was, but he was so dominant. Mm. He was an absolute freak. Did so he well surprise done. you that... Obviously, you love your breeding as well. Did He, he was a, one of the greatest sprinters of all time. Many say he was the greatest sprinter. Neil Brown, in that tribute to, to Fernando there on Friday night, said it's the best sprinter that he's ever seen. Yeah. But has he surprised you to, to see what he's been able to do off the track at start? 
I think there was a question mark because um, he's from an American sire who's maligned in a yep. sense. So the pedigree, for instance, against the Dyna Double One, who he raced in so many clashed against, a lot of people thought wasn't as good. But he's thrown the freakishness that he had, Gareth. As yep. simple as that. He's been a, a, an unbelievable sire. He'll continue to go to fr- strength to strength. The only greyhound ahead of him is Barsha Bale at the moment, but that will swap over, and Fernando Bale will be the king uh, in the next couple of years. So yeah, it was a terrific, terrific night. What about Andrea Day? She won the Metro and Provincial Trainer of the Year. She has about 120-odd greyhounds in her care. They do a wonderful job. They take no shortcuts. They do the one percent. As Dinah Patty was probably their star, you could say, this season. But they continue to rock up those numbers and perform each and every year. So hats off to the Daily Camp. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not easy work. They've got a great team, as you would have heard on the night. Yep. You need a great team behind you, and and to get greyhounds up and about for three hundred and sixty-five days of the year, which they do, uh, as you said, is a monumental effort. Was there surprise there with the? Sprinter of the year, and also, I guess, the Greyhound of the year, and Orson Allen. No, I think he's it was a deserved yeah. winner. There, there was a toss up, probably him and Tornado Tears, wasn't they, in terms of the the uh, the winner of the whole thing? But Orson Allen was terrific. He was really dominant for a large part of the sprinting uh, caper after Poke the Bear uh, went down with injury. And yeah, no, I don't think anyone had any uh, problems with Orson Allen winning it. That's for sure. What about in the straight track championship, Peter Gallo? What a star he is. Boy, he's quick. When he jumped to the front, Gareth, it was over. All Broke over. the track See record, too. It was incredible. 1865. I mean, if you break 19 seconds there, you're going very, very well. He absolutely smashed it. Um, yeah, look, certification. The Greyhound from Queensland lost absolutely no admirers and, and Mernion and all finishing third. But good to hear Peter Gallo will go for the Heelsville Cup, obviously. But he hasn't shown probably his best form around circle tracks, but he will be Melbourne Cup bound. I think he's too fast not to give it a go. And as we told you on RSN Central, it's now confirmed Ross Lyon has definitely now been sacked as the coach of the Fremantle Football Club along with the CEO in Stephen Rossich. Okay, um, I, what are you laughing at, Georgie? No, no. You're a Docker fan? No. You hate the Dockers? No, no, no. You're a Hawthorne fan, aren't you? I'm Hawker, mate. Yeah, Yeah, a couple of... uh, I went to see Ruffy play on Sunday. That was good. Um, Yeah, six goals. Yeah. Now... So great to see Peter Gallo, and I love the straight track championship. I think it adds a lot, doesn't it? It adds a lot to to racing, and it gives greyhounds an opportunity to head down the straight. Love to see that we're swapping states now. So Capella Bay will get it next year, then Murray yep. Bridge. So uh, now the Victorians will have to go up and, and trial and, and get used to their conditions. So it's uh, it's fantastic. But Peter Gallo, fifteen out of twenty one up the three fifty meter at Hillsville, a terrific record. The Ned Bryant Silver Fox winner was David Gill, and we'll have a chat to this wonderful greyhound trainer straight after this break here on Off the Leash with Gareth Hall and Georgie Ferugia on this Tuesday afternoon. RSN Central with Gareth Hall. Great to be with you. This is Off the Leash on a Tuesday afternoon. You're with Gareth Hall and Georgie Ferugia. And David Gill's one of my favourite trainers. I've had a chat to him a few times on radio, and I think on, on Friday night... He was a very popular winner of the Ned Bryant Silver Fox Award. Can you just tell us, Georgie, what that award is all about, first of all? Yeah, basically for training excellence. Yep. And I mean, we, we've seen uh, what he has done with Uphill Jill and My Redeemer winning a Melbourne Cup as well. But I think he's had a team of dogs who have, who's he's just uh, had a, an unbelievable strike rate, Gareth, in the last 18 to 24 months. He's always been a pretty good trainer, uh, David, but he's just had a purple patch at the moment. I'd like to ask him a couple of questions about whether he, mm. he's, he thinks he's training the best he ever has. He, he let us in a couple of... Uh, uh, it was a wonderful insight in his interview there on that Friday night. I, was, I think I was sitting next to you and I thought, 
Gee, don't give away too much of your secrets or too many of your secrets <laughs> right. here, uh, David. And we're just struggling to get get a hold of him as we speak. But he listening to he to him about his training methods and his love for greyhound racing and the the efforts that he goes to to make sure that his dogs get a, the best possible chance to make it to the track yep. and then perform at their best. I think patience, that's what sort of come across in that speech, didn't it? That he he certainly is patient with his greyhounds. He's had an incredible two years. To have Uphill Jill and My Redeemer, some people get one of those greyhounds in their lifetime if they're lucky. He had two in a row. Uh, Incredible, incredible effort. Uphill Jill won a Sprinter of the Year. Of course, he was a Melbourne Cup uh, winner. They yep. both won, in, around, I think, around $1.5 million. So it's not about the money for David, though. It was the prestige. Yeah. I often spoke to him about when he, he won the Golden Easter Egg, just looking over and looking at that trophy uh, in such awe. So He joins us now. Good morning to you, David. Thanks for joining us here on Off the Leash on RSN Central. Yes, good morning, guys. Uh, mate, congratulations. Um, what did that mean to you there on Friday night to be awarded the Ned Bryant Silver Fox Award? Yeah, it was a, a very pleasant surprise and a real honour uh, was probably the, the word I could use. It's just an honour. David, congratulations. George Ferrugia here. Do, do you think you're training better than ever? Or do you find that you grow in confidence as a trainer as you go along? You've always had winners, but and you've had two absolute superstars in the in the last 18 to 24 months. Do you think it's a combination of you training a little bit better, or is it just the, the best dogs have come along at this stage in your career? I think certainly the dogs make a huge difference. Um, but regarding confidence, George, yeah, I, I think you realise when you do win the big ones that your confidence does grow because you know that the work and, and the food and everything that you're doing, uh, managing their training the best you can, it's, it works. So it does give you confidence, there's no doubt. They're wonderful athletes, these greyhounds, and you're a wonderful preparer of them, but... What's your philosophy behind training a greyhound these days? What have you learned that, that may be the most important part of preparing a greyhound to perform at its best, David? Well, I would say, uh, just getting back to the, the award, winning the Ned Bryant Silver Fox Award, who was a champion trainer muscle man and, and bloke as well. And when Terry Erinshaw, uh, representing the family, presented the, the award, um, I go back to that, going back to the late 70s, where uh, checking the dog and make sure, making sure they didn't have an injury or, or a slight injury going into a race. Um, and then, uh, you know, the dogs, you know that they're going to compete if they haven't got an injury uh, and you're confident. And then training, uh, we work them 600 metres a day and their fitness level is, is very high in my, from what I've found, um, and our feeding and, and the health of the dogs and the staff, the people that, that helped me, my brother Jeff and Nick Bourne and mate and my wife Rose, you know, we all put in, it's not just myself or the fast dogs, but there's a lot goes on behind it. Had a good weekend too, uh, Dave, apart from the award. Three winners at Healesville and, and Kinlock Moss at, at short odds at Sandown. He's a, a pretty talented greyhound. It's been a good week. Have you got any other youngsters coming through that we need to keep an, an eye on? No, not really. Um, we have got a very fast maiden dog that's had a couple of issues in some races called Land's End. And if, we can get, if I can get him right, he's got a few little issues, but... 
Um, he is a very fast maiden dog that we've got. Uh, but no, we've got uh, some eight-month-old pups. So we're a fair way away from, um, you know, having our own, quite a number of our own. We're hoping to compete, you know, in high level. Well, they're very well bred. Um, so it is a way off. But no, with what we've got here at the moment is basically it. David, what's the secret to breeding a fast greyhound? Um, <laughs> look, I would say from from my experience, and and my wife Rose, you know, she she bonds with them when we welcome. We're using uh, you know good breed bitches. We're lucky that they've they've gelled with very fast stud dogs, whether it's Fernando Bale or. Uh, Heston Bale, uh, El Gallo, we've used over the years, and, and sort of all the dog and Barsha Bale. And, and I just think that, you know, from, from early on, when my wife, she bonds with the puppies, and then they go and get reared, we rear them down the back of my property, I'm on nine acres, and, and we've sort of got big galloping runs. The health, um, you know, just the food, the food that they get in the. the Care and attention, the handling is is critical. It's, I could sympathise with owners who don't get a chance to go and handle their, their puppies growing up in, in runs uh, because it, it, it's it's a real key. There's no question. Uh, it's a key to to getting the dogs to the track or winning. You, you need to really handle them and do do work with them to, to get them just prepared. Uh, to be broken in. So that's, that's basically our little secret. If, if others, it might be a secret because there might be others that do it too, but um, that's how we do it. You're on fire at the moment with your team, but you, you deserve that award, the Ned Bryant Silver Fox Award, on Friday night for training excellence. David, on behalf of everyone here on RSN, congratulations and thanks for your time here on Off the Leash. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. There we go. It's David Gill. And he's a wonderful trainer, and he's had some superstars in his care. Now, Georgie, before we let you go, I love these kind of stories, and hopefully we might get the trainer of this greyhound on our show, Paul uh, Pateri, shortly, sometime this week, because he had a greyhound at its 54 start, taste success there on the weekend. Is that right? Yeah, a greyhound called Acer. Um, yep. I was actually watching in the backyard, and a friend of mine said, who do you like in this? I said, well, probably the fours out because he's had 53 starts without winning <laughs> and it won by about six lengths and you love it and it was great the race caller was onto it too and um that's perseverance right it is it's, it's a fantastic story as you said and then you have the other end of the scale where you got uh, david with uphill jill pups sitting in the backyard by fernando mm. bale mm. how so, much are they worth just quietly yeah they were about 20 uh, yeah something like yeah. that yeah hey georgie who wins the nationals quickly yeah, I think the two Vicks, without okay. being too biased. biased. Yeah, <laughs> I think Black Opium. I think she'll jump to the front yep. and win, and I think Tornado Tears will be too good. Jeez, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks Absolutely. for that, Georgie. You no keep problem. tipping that house, the, the, the house down, mate. No worries. We mate. love you here on RSN Central.